0: Dr. Michael Yusuf, continuing a powerful week of Christmas celebration.
1: The wonderful counselor not only knows all of your life's secrets, but he's the only one who can forgive your secret sins. The wonderful counselor not only knows every dark corner and every dark chamber in our heart, he's the only one who can shine his light in these dark corners and point the way out.
0: In the Old Testament portion of the Bible, specifically Isaiah, the coming Messiah, Jesus is introduced and described with amazing clarity. And since Christmas is all about Jesus, there's no better time to learn about the baby in the manger that lived, taught about the kingdom, died and rose again. Welcome to Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Yusuf, where today, Dr. Yusuf specifically introduces you to Jesus, the wonderful counselor who's ready to offer eternal wisdom regarding any of the issues of life you're facing today. We hope you'll be able to stop what you're doing for a moment and recalibrate to the Christ of Christmas through Jesus the only. Here's Dr.
1: Yusuf. Thousands of years before he was born of a virgin in Bethlehem, Judea, God has been telling his people, over and over and over again that Jesus is coming, that Jesus, his anointed one, the only anointed one, that Jesus is the only way to eternal life and salvation. These prophecies regarding the first coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, they are in every book of the Old Testament, beginning at Genesis 3.15, and they're in every book of the, it would take books to write about those prophecies, not just few sermons. But more specifically, through the prophet Isaiah, God chose to give us details about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, about his virgin birth, uh, about his life, about his suffering, about his crucifixion and resurrection, details. And this was 700 years before Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And so we need to understand and be equipped to understand where we stand And why our faith is the only faith, true faith. Therefore, throughout this Advent season, I'm going to be with you meditating on one verse. Only one verse. Isaiah 9, 6. We're going to read it together. For unto us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Amen. It is astounding to me, every time, every time I read this verse, and this passage particularly, that God, the sovereign God, the creator God, God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the first description of Him who is to come 700 years later, the first description that He is a wonderful counselor. There are three characteristics about our Lord Jesus that truly qualify him as the most wonderful counselor. Three things I want to share with you very quickly. First of all, he's called wonderful counselor because his wisdom is supreme. He is called wonderful counselor secondly because his will for your life is superb. And thirdly, he is called wonderful counselor because his work is supernatural. Let's look at these ones very quickly. His wisdom is supreme. If you look at Colossians chapter 2, verse 3, here's what the word of God said about Jesus. In whom, talking about Jesus, are hidden all. Can you say all? All, all the treasures of wisdom. All of the treasures of wisdom in Jesus. And because he has All of the treasures of wisdom. And therefore, he himself does not need counseling. He does not need a counselor. But the wisest of people, the best of counselors, the greatest of teachers, we all need some counseling at some point or another. Oh, but Romans 11.34 says, Who has known the mind of the Lord? Who has been his counselor? And the answer is, no one. No one. And James explains his wisdom. It's not only that he has all that wisdom, all of it, but he also said in James that he will give it to whomever asks for it, who prays for it, who needs it and desperately come to him for it. And James described that wisdom this way. He called it pure, peaceable, gentle, full of mercy and good fruit, without partiality and without hypocrisy. It means that his counsel is not tainted by worldly or selfish gain. It means that his counsel is not contaminated by bias or prejudice. It means that his counsel is not stained with a desire to manipulate people. See, anyone can give you advice. Only the wonderful counselor can counsel you. Only Jesus can counsel you. I know many of you... Read Oswald Chambers' devotional, and they're great. They, they're tremendous nuggets in, that, in those devotional. About twenty, less than twenty years ago, maybe twenty years ago, I had the joy of meeting his daughter in London, and we had a great conversation about her dad. And, and one of the stories that comes out was about his his wife, Mrs. Oswald Chambers. Said she said, "My husband has a powerful and very forceful personality." and he's got to be. <laughs> and she said, because of that, there are people always want to come to him and literally tell him about all their problems and most intimate details, and, and they want to pour their hearts out to him. And so she got used to it. She said, one night after a meeting, one lady came to him, and she said, oh, Mr. Chambers said, I have deep problems, and nobody can help me but you, and I, I want to tell you about it. He said, fine. So he goes in there and talked to her. So Mrs. Chambers said, I got used to that. I found myself a little Quiet corner and I resigned myself to a long wait. But to her utter surprise, Mr. Chambers came back very quickly, only a few minutes. And so, on the way home, she commented on the speed (laughs) by which she completed this counseling. And Oswald Chambers said to her, He said, I just asked the lady if she had ever poured her heart to the wonderful counselor. And she said, No. I said, I told her, go home, pour out your heart to the wonderful counselor, and if you don't get help, come to me. (laughs) Now, Chambers knew experientially, as many of you know, as I know, that how wonderful the counselor is, and how wonderfully he ministers to every one of us when we come to him, pouring out our hearts to him, leaving nothing out. Listen, before you talk to anyone else, Seek him, seek his counsel, stay in his presence, seek his wisdom, seek his advice. Because he alone has all of the wisdom to deal with all of the problems. No matter what problem you have, he has all of the wisdom to deal with it. Pour them at his feet. Bring them to his presence. Let his wisdom pour peace into your troubled heart. Let his wisdom Calm your troubled spirit. Let His wisdom help you overcome the disturbance that sin may have brought into your life. Or the sin of others that may brought into your life. Let His wisdom relieve the pain of rejection that you may be experiencing or suffering. Let His wisdom elevate you above the turmoil of doubt by His gentle assurance. He is what? Wonderful Counselor. But there's something else Colossians 2, 3 said. Not only that in him, all, how many? All All the treasures of wisdom. But he goes on to say that in him, all the treasures of knowledge. All of the treasures of knowledge. Not just some, all of them. Him rather than this one, because it's important. You see, the wonderful counselor not only knows everything about you, But he's the only one who can answer your deepest longing. The wonderful counselor not only knows all of your life's secrets, but he's the only one who can forgive your secret sins. The wonderful counselor not only knows every dark corner and every dark chamber in our heart, he's the only one who can shine his light in these dark corners and point the way out. Now, amen belongs here. He is called the Wonderful Counselor 700 years before he was born of a virgin in Bethlehem of Judea because his wisdom is supreme. Secondly, because his will for your life is superb. Now, I have met people through these 40 years in ordained ministry that are really afraid of the will of God. Because they're afraid the will of God is going to get them to do something they don't want to do. Or the will of God is going to make them to suffer. That's a deception from Satan directly. Because God's will for you is superb. Even when you cannot see it. Even when you cannot understand it. Even when you can't comprehend it. Let me explain it this way. If you have marriage problems, you're not going to go to get counsel from somebody whose marriage is in shambles. Right? Am I right? If you have problem overcoming anxiety and fear, you're not going to go to a counselor who's fearful and anxious. Right? Jesus is the only one who has all the right things to give you. In all of life's problems, you can go to the wonderful counselor and you're going to receive power. You're going to receive strength. You're going to receive healing from the wonderful counselor. Why? Because his will for you is superb in every way. In every way. Not only that, but the wonderful counselor, Jesus. He meets you where you are. He meets you where you are. He meets you whenever you come to Him. You don't have to wait for an appointment. You don't have to improve before you come to Him. You don't have to jump through hoops before you come to Him. No, you come to Him right away as you are. Why? Because His will for you is superb. And because His will for you is superb, everyone can come to Him. The weak will find strength. The sinner will find forgiveness and purity. The fearful will find faith giver. The rejected will find a welcomer. The broken-hearted is going to find healing and mending of the broken hearts. The angry and the bitter he will find restoration. The disappointment will find in him sympathy. The bankrupt will find in him all of the riches in the world. The confused will find in him to be the guide. The sorrowful is going. Going to find the wonderful counselor, true solace. The discouraged will find encouragement. The betrayed is going to find confidentiality, and the hopeless, to them, he is the hope-filled counselor. I'm only telling you what he says here. I'm only telling you. I just came to tell you about Jesus. No wonder. Jesus said, and he's the only one who could have said this. Come unto me, what? All of you. Come to me, all who are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Not may, I will give you rest. Proverbs 27, 9 says, perfume and incense brings joy to the heart. And the pleasantness of one's friend springs from his earnest counsel. That's Jesus. See, when you go to a counselor, Sir, Madam, I have a problem. What's the first thing they're going to say? Tell me about it, right? Tell me about your problem. But when you come to the wonderful counselor, he will say to you, I know all of your problems. I know them before you experience them. And I already have the answer for you. I have been waiting for you to come. I've been waiting for you to ask. Ah, 700 years before Jesus was born of a virgin in Bethlehem, Judea, Isaiah described him as what? Wonderful counselor. Why? Because his wisdom is supreme. Because his will for you is superb. And thirdly, because his work is supernatural. I can tell you that any of us who have received counsel or gave counsel, every one of us, only too conscious of the human limitation. We're conscious of the human limitation. The other day I saw a quote from a counselor when somebody came to him and said, I want you to change me. (laughs) Here's what he said. Let me quote it to you. He said, the only person an adult can change is a baby's wet diaper. <laughs> how profound. How profound. Because no counselor in the world can ever change another person. No one. Only the wonderful counselor can. Amen. Because his work is supernatural. And I was thinking about foibles of, of counseling and counselor. I thought of an lo- old story years ago. A pastor who was actually renowned as a good counselor and Uh, Somebody came to him one day and he said, "Uh, Pastor, I want to divorce my wife. And this pastor looked at him and he couldn't understand it. And finally he said to him, he said, "Uh, Do you have any grounds? He was looking for the grounds for divorce. And the man said, thought for a minute. And then he said, yeah, one acre. (laughs) And the puzzled pastor looked again and shook his head. And and he said, "Um, what I want to know is, you and your wife, do, do you have any grudges? And he said, No, but we have a wonderful carport. <laughs> and the pastor was truly exasperated by that point. And he said, Sir, I'm sorry. He said, I, I don't see a reason that you should divorce your wife. And the man said, Pastor, you don't understand. You must understand that the woman cannot carry on an intelligent conversation. <laughs> And that is why Jesus, 700 years before his birth, the Father called him, what? <laughs> For he is the only one who can change people. Is the only one who can change heart. He's the only one who can change lives. He's the only one who can change circumstances. He's the only one who can change situations. Every time you go to the wonderful counselor... Miracles happen, transformation takes place, supernatural power goes into effect. Now, I was thinking about the wonderful counselor and how incredible his counsel is. And I thought about at least three, because I know the limitation of time, but at least three times where you see the wonderful counselor at work with his supernatural power. And they all come from John's Gospel, chapter 3, chapter 4, and chapter 5. You find in John chapter 3, Jesus, the wonderful counselor, begins to counsel a confused theologian. There's nothing worse than a confused theologian, I'm telling you. Nicodemus was thoroughly confused. And Jesus immediately put his finger on the source of his confusion. That he had empty and lifeless religion, but he needed spiritual rebirth. And Jesus said to him, you need to be born again. You must be born of the Spirit of God in order to comprehend the things of God. And then in chapter 4, you see the wonderful counselor meets this woman. A woman who was abused by men, hurt by men, distrustful of men. And the wonderful counselor looks straight deep into her hurting heart. And he sees her frustration And he sees her defeated sex life. And he sees this woman of passion without any power. And he immediately points her to her most desperate need, the living water. The water that only Jesus can give. The living spirit of Jesus who can truly give a contentment, who can give a joy, who can give a comfort that all of the men in the world could not do. And then in chapter 5 of the Gospel of John, you see the wonderful counselor encounters a man who for 38 years has been living with infirmity. But every time he gets near the water, he gets disappointed. 38 years. Day after day, month after month, week after week, year after year. 38 years. And when the wonderful counselor comes to him, he asks him a very unusual question. Here's what he asks the man. Do you want to be healed? Really? I mean, surely he know, Lord, that he wants to be healed. He's here for 38 years near the water, wants to be healed. Ah, but the wonderful counselor wanted to hear it from his lips. You see, he's waiting for you until you come and pour your heart out to him. He wants to hear it from you. You see, in every case, and you get us a lot more, I'm only showing you three. Every case, the wonderful counselor displays his supernatural power, whatever the need may be. Whatever the need may be. I don't know whether you are encouraged or discouraged. I don't know today whether. You are living in hope or you are living in hopelessness. I don't know. I don't know whether you are living in victory or living in defeat. Only you know that. What I know for certain is this, with absolute certainty the wonderful counselor can meet you wherever you are today, now, this very moment. I can't help but testify that I have experienced this wonderful counselor. For well over six decades, he never, never, never disappointed me. He kept me waiting a lot of times. But even then, when I got impatient and I look back, that waiting for his glory and my good. Oh, people will disappoint us, people will let us down, people will turn on us. That's humanity. They'll praise you one day, they'll damn you the next. They said, Hosanna on Palm Sunday. Five days later on Good Friday, they said, crucify him. The mob always changeable. People are changeable. But Jesus, the wonderful counselor, never, never, never. Our loving Father, how I thank you for Jesus. The wonderful counselor the one who never lets us down. He in heaven is interceding on our behalf. And your eyes, Father, on him. And we thank you that he is our wonderful counselor. And Holy Spirit of Jesus, we thank you that sometimes when we don't know how to pray, you pray in us and through us. And you take our desperation to the throne room of God and Holy Spirit you bring to us the answers in due course and so Father I lift up to you every discouraged heart every despondent person Father I pray that you humble the proud and that you give peace and comfort to the humble because Father you are the God of grace And nothing is impossible for you. And we pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen.
0: If today's Leading the Way message from Dr. Yusuf has left you with unanswered questions about Jesus, I hope you'll consider a conversation with one of our team members. Start by filling out a short form at ltw.org slash Jesus. ltw.org slash Jesus. Well, as we close out today's Leading the Way, listen with me to some of the Christmas music from the worship team at Dr. Yusuf's Church, the Church of the Apostles. The Son of God, here born to be A crown of thorns to pierce His brow And
1: we beheld this offering exalted the king of kings praise god the high-
0: The way is a worldwide media outreach. Learn more when you call 1-300-133-589 or visit ltw.org.